<sighs> New Donk City. It's nice. Weren't the guys supposed to be here right now? It's already three. I'm gonna call Joe real quick, see where he's at. Hey Joe, where are you? Yeah, man. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm stuck in traffic right now. I I don't think I'm gonna be able to make it. Let, let me let me let me connect with Bethel. Hold on. Let me. Yeah, get him on. Uh, Bethel, hey, where where are you? I just woke up. I'm not gonna make it. Come on, dude. Come on. We agreed to all meet here at New Donk City. Ah, oh, man. You guys are being... Wait, what's... What's that? What is that? That sounds magnificent! Welcome everyone to our continuation of celebrating Mario's 35th anniversary. As always, we've gone through a lot of the Mario catalog. So much to the point where I'm tired of naming each and every one. We're at one of, if not, maybe the greatest 3D Mario game in the world. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I am talking about Super Mario Odyssey. Releasing on October 27, 2017 for the Nintendo Switch, directed by Kenta Matakura. And... As always, we always talk about our experience, our first experience with Mario games, and this episode is no different. So we're going to start off with Joe. Joe, what was your experience with Super Mario Odyssey? I feel like it was definitely the first proper, like it's the, you know, it was hyped as the successor to 64. I feel like it was. And, um... I think by all accounts, it pretty much delivered. It was, uh, it, you know, I started that game up and I started playing it and I thought it was fantastic. Um, yeah, I can't say anything. There's nothing bad I can, I, not a whole lot of bad I could say about it. Beto, what was your experience with Super Mario Odyssey? I don't really remember playing, I didn't play a lot of Mario 64 or Galaxy, but in retrospect, it kind of feels like both of those games, kind of. Yeah. Like it's a similar feeling. But, like the first time playing it, I I played a little bit of it and I just completely stopped. And then it wasn't until last year where I where I started playing it more and I got really obsessed with it. And so that's that's that was my experience with it. Like with a lot of games, really, I'll play them for a little bit, I'll stop, and then I'll finish them like a fucking year later or something. So would you say that this is actually your first time actually playing and beating a actual 3d mario game i mean 3d land is that i mean like what people call the traditional 64 sunshine galaxy yeah it is i I would love to say that 3d land is but some people would disagree i'll just go with those people 
Um, because I would call Sunshine my first traditional 3D Mario completion, you know? Yeah, I would. I I didn't finish. Uh, I mean, I barely even played any of those other games, uh, 3D games, before this. So this is definitely the first time I I beat a 3D Mario. My first experience, actually, I I don't know if you remember this, Bethel. My first experience was with, was with Bethel, Sean, and Brenda. The, but Sean has been on the show. He's been on our beat 'em up episode, and he and Brenda's been on one of our episodes too. They're friends of ours. I remember Sean had a the Gamers Club uh, rewards membership at Best Buy, which gave you twenty percent off titles, even if new. And he told me and Bethel's like, "Hey, I could pre-order them, and you can you can get twenty percent off." And we're like, "Okay." So I remember we went to the early release, which was nine o'clock, for super mario odyssey and we gave sean the money and we waited outside with the line of people there to pick it up and we got posters and everything and a coin I, too right yeah we got a coin yeah yeah we did and and a coin and i remember i i was like oh, okay we're getting super mario odyssey early i'm gonna go home and play it and i remember we got the game sean gave my game me my game beto his game and then Sean, Brenda, and Bethel. Well, Sean and Brenda brought up, hey, you guys want to go get like something to eat? You want to go get Topper's Pizza? And Bethel said yes. I laughed. And I remember Sean, all three of you guys looked at me. And I'm like, you serious? Because my thought was we got it early to play it early. Why are we going to go get something to eat? But Bethel looked at me like, you can play it any time. We got it at a discount. That's what I was uh, cool, cool with. Yeah, yeah. But that—that's the memory that I have. Was I really wanted to play Odyssey? I really wanted to play. You know, for me, those early releases means I—I want to get it early to play it early. But we went to go get pizza, and that was my my experience with it. It wasn't a bad experience. I just find that really funny because it's attached to that night. You know what I mean? Like Odyssey will always have that memory of getting it early, but we didn't play it early. I still played it early. I got home and I played it when when we got back from eating. But we all had our switches on us. Sorry, your, your night by getting delicious pizza, Jesse. What? Sorry, you ruined your night by getting delicious pizza. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's like in hindsight now, it's just like fuck me for thinking that and being like, wait, what do you mean go to get food? You know. Um, but it, it it's it's funny because it's like. We all had our Switches on us. And that's what I think is so cool about the Nintendo Switch is that you have it with you. You can take it with you. You don't have to wait till you get home. If I wanted to, I could have played it there, but that's not fun. I don't want to get greasy pizza fingers on my Switch. But it was like, it was a moment that still like to me is kind of, I enjoy those moments. It's like with friends and it's about games and you get delicious pizza. And yes, at that moment, I was like, I want to go home and play it. But it was still a good memory. But being able to play it, uh, finally, after eating delicious pizza, like Bethel said, um, I got to play Mario Odyssey, and at the time, it it um, it was fun. I really enjoyed it. It was something great, and we're gonna talk more about what was awesome about Odyssey. But that was a, a, a for me a special moment and something unique that I really enjoyed. That has something special about Odyssey that will stay with me for a long time. So what's great about game?
The game development of Super Mario Odyssey began after Super Mario 3D World, released in late 2013, and was created by the same development team with assistance from 1UP Studios. Under director Kenta Motokura, the team experimented to find fun concepts based on the series' theme of surprise. For example, the team found that throwing a hat was the most pleasing action to perform with the Joy-Con controller, resulting in the hat capture game mechanic. The brainstorm resulted in a large number of eccentric prototypes, and the development sought to incorporate them by orienting the game as a series of dense sandbox environments. This led to the game's varied kingdom environments, each with unique game mechanics. The developers prioritized the city environment when selecting which environments to represent in Odyssey. They wanted a familiar aspect from the series to anchor players in the novel setting, and so chose Pauline, a character that first appeared alongside Mario and Donkey Kong to be the mayor of the world known as New Donk City. Odyssey was designed to appeal to Mario's core audience, a departure from the series' then-recent focus on casual players. Unlike prior games, which send Mario back to the beginning of the level after finding each main collectible, the Power Moons are designed to be found in continual exploration with more major collectibles than previous ones in the series. The lack of required Power Moons for games progression gave players a wider library to explore their leisure rather than advancing the story, a new direction for the series, and a design challenge for the development staff. The developers wanted the players to check everything that aroused their attention for secrets. Shigeru Miyamoto, the series creator, was not involved in the game's daily decision making, but rather served as an executive producer with a development team consulting him on the best ways to express game concepts. Miyamoto's feedback was specific, offering suggestions rather than ultimatums, but was highly supportive overall. What did you guys feel about Mario Odyssey core gameplay mechanics? I had mentioned this a long time ago that when I think when we first talked about it a long time ago, uh, I said that this was the best use of the Joy-Cons, but only because how basic the maneuvers were. After that is just really shitty. But Wait, what's you mean really after good, you mean after that, like after going more through Odyssey? Yeah, after playing it enough long enough, like you kinda like, all right, this is that's enough. Let's fucking go play with the controller now. Mm -hmm. But what the what I really liked is that you can play it either way. Like I you can enjoy it either way. I played it with my with my pro controller and it was just as fun. Like it's it's not like uh like if it was on the Wii or something where you had to use the, the Joy Cons. Mm -hmm. With this, like you could you could play uh, still a fantastic game. I I actually never played with a Joy-Con. Um, you use the Pro Controller. It's probably been uh, since maybe like two two a week or two after I bought my Switch that I put the Joy Cons are just on the uh, around the console on the dock and they don't they don't get used. So I use the Pro Controller and I enjoy it was uh, easy to control uh, and I enjoyed it. Do you know, Joe, that you're losing certain mechanics not using the Joy-Cons? Don't give a shit, Jesse. Exactly. I'd rather not be forced to have to do uh, more of the gimmicky shit if I don't have to. Which is why I love Nintendo, because they gave us a choice this time. And I was like, thank you. I'd rather eat a cheeseburger than play with the Joy-Con controllers. <laughs> I mean, I think it would take the cheeseburger over a lot of things, though. Exactly. With the ongoing 
conversation that Nintendo has always had with the the 3D Mario games, not including 3D Land, because I do feel that is very different. When you had Mario 64, Mario 64 was always something that people or players always wanted the next Mario 64. They wanted the next one that was like Mario 64. We got Mario Sunshine that was similar, but not what people were looking for. We got Mario Galaxy. It was an improvement what people didn't like about Sunshine, but I still personally feel that it wasn't... It. A lot of people would also say that Mario Galaxy lost the exploration, the wide exploration that Mario 64 had. I feel that Super Mario Odyssey is truly the first continuation of a Mario 64 gameplay type, but also is something that grabs from everything that has been part of a 3D Mario game. I think this is finally something where people hated Flood in Super Mario Sunshine. You had Cappy. This was a character that you had. It was it was part of Mario's head. Cappy was a character that morphed into Mario's hat and you were able to use it. So just like Flood, it was a device you used, but it didn't change completely Mario's gameplay, which we felt is why people didn't like Mario Sunshine, is because it messed too much with what people liked about Super Mario 64, and I feel what Cappy does in Super Mario Odyssey is improve and add on to what kind of movements and exploration Mario can do and how you can progress or reach certain heights in Mario Odyssey. So I think this is the first time where it marries both 64 and sunshine and does the improvement and also has a bit of galaxy in there so i think odyssey is a great combination of everything and improves on that personally gameplay wise when it comes to a mario game um but going to that what do you guys think of adding in cappy uh as a character but also a mechanic for something that mario could use Oh, I thought it was a great. I thought it was a great mechanic. They just opened up a lot of possibilities. Um, in where it's like in other Mario's, you were like uh, you had specific suits. You know, like you had you know the flower, or you had the um, Tanuki, or all of these suits. With Cappy, you basically just now you were just. I mean, you could become anything you want. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it opened up a lot of the options. It just opened up a lot of different... And of course, you know, there's there's certain things that the game takes you along. It wants you to do certain things. But it just opened up a lot of um, a lot of options, you know, and, and it allowed for a lot of creativity. Uh, and I feel like that's why... Another reason why this was such a great um, evolution of 64, where 64, again, was an open world. It was open world, you know, mainly for the most part. I mean, yeah, there's levels, but like... You had this this whole world and, you know, you got something, you know, a little bit, maybe not exactly the same, but with um, with Odyssey, you have, you know, you could really play this game in multiple ways, uh, just depending on what you chose to, you know, like what you chose to take on as Cappy. Um, yeah, I thought it was great, man. It just, it actually made it like they, they took, what's the mechanic that everyone loves? From a Mario game, right? And almost everyone goes, oh, I like when I wear the suit. I like mm-hmm. wearing something. And they were like, well, let's make that the basis of this next one, though. And it's like, yeah, it was genius. Yeah. It, it, it's, it was doing something that you've always done in a Mario game, but something new. Instead of being in a suit, you're controlling a character. You throw Cappy, yeah. and you become an actual frog. You become 
the whatever the statue little golem thing or the little um centipede colorful centipede thing or a damn t-rex or a t-rex yeah like <laughs> you know like that that was something that it was an improvement or something different it was similar to what we have but instead of it being a power-up you're it's more of a possession kind of thing which yeah. was used to unlock something to progress you in the game itself and that is something that's that's new and unique but still has that familiarity you know i thought it was i thought it was awesome dude i loved it because like not just because you can transform into like any like any pretty much character in the game mm -hmm. almost any, but just being able to use cappy as as uh it's kind of like a, a platform because you could throw Cappy, you jump on it and give you that extra jump. Mm -hmm. I love that mechanic. And like, it's just like improvements of, uh, of, of other, uh, like previous games. Like they're like, like from like certain jumps that you can make, like that rolling jump that you can make is yeah, you, yeah. you start rolling and then you can do that just long jump. So just the improvements of, of, uh, of, in, of the jump mechanic uh, in this game was, was was a lot of fun. And there's still some stuff like you don't even use. Like some of the jumps you don't even use, but you you just like 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 what the hell you can do this? Like there's some certain jumps like I can't remember which ones. I think it's like a triple jump, right? Yeah, some people have done ones where it's like they roll, jump forward, throw Cappy, jump again and can keep yeah. going. It's like I can't do that. I can't do that at all. Because there's <laughs> some some places where you have to do that cause yeah. to to reach uh like certain like uh moon what are they called? Moons. Moons? Yeah. So, like, you got to do, like, these crazy combo jumps to, to try to get to certain platforms. So, so yeah, the, the the jump mechanic in this game was a lot of fun with the addition of, of Cappy. Do you guys remember something else that is new to New Super Mario Odyssey that has to do with something we had in the past, but now we don't? Costumes? Yes, but it's something different. What's something different that we always had to worry about in Mario games? Every time we lost, we had to worry about this. But now in lives? Odyssey, yes. Remember, now you don't have lives anymore. When you lost in Super Mario Odyssey, you lost coins. There was no more lives. You didn't have to collect oh, yeah. lives anymore. Your currency is what wasted. So it was something that, you know, we talked about this even in previous episodes. As much as we didn't like New Super Mario Bros. 2, it was still f because of the collect a million coins collecting coins in any mario game is still fun you know because sometimes collect a certain amount you get a one up but still collecting coins is still fun it's never been not fun but that's something that's a part of odyssey where collecting coins but if you die you just lose your coins and those coins are now used to purchase things in game just like beto said the costumes what do you guys think of the costumes in super mario odyssey I love them. Like, there's a lot of them that are, that are, I don't know, just they're all unique to their own level, but they're they're fun. They're fun to collect. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I dug them too. I thought just the ability to you know to go through different ones. I thought, I thought, uh, and you know, you had what you had themed ones for every, um, you know, for every world. Um, I thought it was one of the the funnest things about about the game was collecting those costumes and just using different ones and you know i thought that was that was one of the best additions they ever did and it makes sense too because i mean you know as kathy now you no longer have to worry about you know using a suit because Cappy, you know basically puts you in 
the the role of whatever you're uh, whatever you're going to be in. So might as well just use that extra the free <laughs> might as well use Mario's free time to just you know put him in some some pretty dope ass clothes or suits you know outfits. So it's like yeah, it's like that's a cool move. Yeah. There's even some outfits that are actually from other Mario games, even non-traditional Mario games. Like there's certain outfits in Mario P-Cross. I think in Mario P-Cross, he's wearing like an Explorer outfit. That's actually something you can unlock in Odyssey. And I know you can get Mario's original suit uh, in there and something special, which we'll talk about in a bit. But a lot of the suits are actually stuff from other games, including the Game Boy Super Mario Land game. Um, our- Mario and a Mario and a poncho was fire for me. I like that. <laughs> yeah. I used him a lot. That was yeah. the, that was the funny thing about the poncho because there was a part in that world where you can only get into backstage if you had your poncho on. <laughs> yeah, if you couldn't get back there unless you had it. And when you had it, it, was just like, oh, okay. And some characters do treat you differently depending on what you're wearing. So some things. Um, also, another thing that we have in. This Odyssey, which isn't different in a lot of the Mario games, but this one is kind of different, are the moons that you collect. But what makes this real different from stars to shine sprites, there are a lot of moons. You get moons. Yeah. You can get... The moons are everywhere. For the littlest thing to the biggest thing, there are a ton of moons. What do you guys think of collecting moons in Odyssey? I enjoyed getting uh, a lot of the moons because there's some of them that were... They were like, like you say, they're super simple to get. And some of them like are really difficult to to get. Some of them you just find randomly. Yeah. Like just how how they're all laid out. They're they're really they're just the placement of them are just kind of all over the place. Like there's so many of them, so they're fun to collect. After you're like, because I finished the game, like I didn't 100 percent it, but I went from the beginning to the end. I beat it, but I just going back to other worlds to try to get more moons. It's kind of like, I mean, in uh, 64 and Sunshine, just trying to get stars. and It's kind of, it's, it's very similar. It's fun to go back and just kind of explore more and just finding new new areas or new moons. So. Joe, what did you think of the moons? Yeah, I think it just enhanced the gameplay and just uh, uh, added an extra level of replayability. Mm-hmm. And, you know... Most Mario games do. Most Mario games do something similar. You know, they bring. You know, like like you know, you've you've collected all the stars or something. You can still collect some extra ones, or there's stuff laying around. But this is one where it was like, whoa! I mean, there's a lot of those things. You know, like even if like one of the things is like where you beat the game and you go back into the very first world that you're in, that little introductory uh, little area you're in, and you go back to that, and and like once they let you like you know you check to see how many. Uh, moons are less and you're like holy shit yeah. this little area was small yeah but there's a bunch of them like you're like i don't even i was like i didn't even think there were that many and and so yeah i mean it was a lot of fun like unlocking uh you know especially when it comes to replayability like going back after you've finished the main game and and then just go back and start collecting more of them collecting the moons i think it's if you can collect them completely it's a uh, it's 879 moons but you can actually because there's a part toward the end of the game where you can buy moons and you can buy up to 999 moons well to max it out so you can buy moons but you're still to max it out that's those moons are i guess they're set moons to buy i think 
I don't know if he isn't just, there like more than a thousand of them or something. I, it stops at ninety nine. Oh, uh, does it? Okay, because I remember hearing something like there, there's like a specific there's an amount that like it says that it's supposedly the max, but there's like way more than that than the supposed max. I mean, I'm not saying like nine ninety nine is the max. I'm just saying like maybe like eight hundred of them are are listed, I and then there's some other ones that are like secret that are like fucking way more. Yeah, I mean, it was fun, but as time goes on, like I stopped caring. Like, it was always still really cool to get the moons, and it was exciting, and it had that rush that it always was, getting a star or a shine sprite, but when sometimes you're just like, wait, how do I get this moon? And then you type it into the computer, and it's like, how do I find this moon? It's like, okay, in this level, look at the moon, you're going to see a taxi cab fly by the moon, and then you get a moon. That's it. Yeah, some of them are pretty, like... Yeah. And they're and again, like you're saying, a lot of them are obscure. Where you're just like, if you don't actually look it up, you would you would never know. Like one's like sitting next to a guy on a bench in New Donk City, and then you're just like, yeah. oh hey, and here you go. It's like all right. <laughs> but then there's also the cool ones. Like what I liked about Odyssey was it did have some online functionality to it, where it's like, oh, in New Donk City, there people are playing jump rope. So how much jump rope can you do? And then if your friends were playing and they were online, you would see, oh, Beto got up to a hundred jumps i'm like oh fuck i'm gonna try to beat bethel's so then it's like okay i got to 103 or 105 and then maybe bethel did that or then you see joe got 120 or whatever stuff like that was really fun yeah you know last i checked i i got the record between us three. Oh really oh shit. yeah because i saw i saw that i think jesse or joe one of them when you guys had the had the record i was like i'm gonna beat it and then i just fucking took like a couple minutes to try to beat it you're like, fuck that. I don't like people playing on my game. Koji Kondo, the series' sound director, wrote a number of musical tracks for the game. At first for the series, the Nintendo character development of Pauline led to them writing a vocal theme song, which ended up representing the entire game. The swing music-inspired song Jump Up Superstar was composed by the game's lead composer, Naoto Kobo, and performed by Kate Higgins, who also did the voice acting for Pauline. The lyrics were originally written in Japanese by Nobuyushi Suzuki which later localized in English by Nintendo of America employee Rob Tunsil, who refined them along with Rob Herrett, the game's lead English translator. Nintendo's intent with the song was to create a fun jazz track that could be enjoyed outside of the game, but with references to the Mario franchise that could be further appreciated by fans of the series. Additionally, they wanted a chorus that was simple, simple enough for non-English speakers to sing along to. Another vocal track featured in-game, Break Free, Lead the Way, was written following the same process. Additional music for the game was composed by Shihoho Fuji and longtime series composer Koji Kondo. Two weeks before the game's release, Nintendo uploaded a Broadway-inspired promotional music video of the song which featured live-action dancers alongside a CG-animated Mario. The song was released on digital music storefronts iTunes shortly after breaking into the top 40 bestsellers in the United States. With this music, stuff by Koji Kondo, everything they did, I want to talk about one of the biggest songs, Jump Up Superstar. What did you guys think when you first heard that? I think it was one of the better ones. 
I mean, it was again. You remember how we talked about like when it took the music and the soundtrack of like uh, um, Galaxy? Yeah. And we talked about how epic and grand it was. Mm-hmm. This one, I felt similar. Like it definitely. It. I think that the scope was different. It's not the exact. It's not the same. But you could just feel like the the amount of work that went into these um, worlds and you know the music in each one of those. Um, yeah, it was the first time having you know like you know actual dialogue for the music you know in certain songs and certain areas and it was like wow this is you know it was it was it was pretty cool to to see that um but all in all i was i would say you know with the one exception of them not having a uh an invincibility thing they did it they did not oh shit the star is not in the game actually actually, the the star you can only get through the uh, amiibo right and, oh, I think you're right. And the only thing it does, it doesn't even really do like. Because I think different amiibos. I think the Bowser amiibo lets you find the the purple coins. And I forget what Peach does. Hold on, I have my unopened Mar- three pack Mario set uh, amiibos, where it's a uh, Mario, Princess Peach, and Bowser in wedding suits. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, amiibo help become invulnerable for a short time. Life up hearts will appear. Learn where regional coins are hidden, and receive special costumes. So I think the invulnerable one is the one you're talking about. That was the only way you can get it with Mario. I want to say Peach was the hearts, and I know Bowser was the purple coins. And he, um, but yeah, going back to that, like there, um, I remember like when when you when you activate it, um, I think he does blink like the Mario would, but there was no there was no sun that accompanied it. So is that already Drop Odyssey to the worst Mario game for you, Joe? <laughs> I would say it does not, but still, I was like, I was definitely disappointed by that. Yeah. Beto, what did you think of the music in Super Mario Odyssey? I it was great. I, that 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 main theme was really good. I loved it um, so much so that I can't even think of any other songs in the game. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out like like what other songs are like. I can't I I can't think of like how, how they go, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, that's how, that's how good good it is. Um, didn't this song like make the top one hundred in the Billboard charts? charts uh, in iTunes, it was the top forty. I don't know about Billboard though. Okay, yeah, because I know it, it did chart for for a bit. I'm just like it's pretty pretty impressive. Yeah, I mean, jump up superstar. I mean, here was the thing: like when we were waiting for this game, because it was the next 3D Mario game, and it was something for Switch, and it came out so early for the Nintendo Switch. Like it was exciting, like oh cool, this game's coming out. But yeah, when they released that music video, when you finally actually heard Jump Up Superstar, it made it more exciting. It made it more of like a an event type of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I even remember downloading the version and just listening to it. I just thought it was really good. It was it was crazy. The the soundtrack, the the everything that was composed for Super Mario Odyssey, I think just like you said, Joe, it was the best of everything. I think what Odyssey benefits from is everything that came before it. From Mario 64 to Sunshine to Odyssey, everything about that built is built on like to improve what Odyssey became because you're getting the orchestral music but you're also getting the jazz influenced stuff that you know was stuff that they they learned from stuff from sunshine making it more kind of you know like the latin flavor but it wasn't latin i forgot what they were more going for like a uh uh, all that is something that 
what came out of Odyssey, but it wasn't only that. Like, I think Odyssey is one of the best soundtracks in a Mario game. When you go back and listen to it, there's a lot of stuff for each world that is unique and new to itself. But not only that, I didn't bring this up in gameplay because I wanted to save it for the music part. Not only did we get amazing tracks for each level that were different, but once in gameplay, when you got to a certain pipe that was in a wall, you were playing a 2D original version of Mario that not only looked like old school Mario, but had 8-bit music that was compared to the full-fledged music. So they made that full-fledged music into an 8-bit style. Yeah, that was great. That was insane. Like the first time you figure when you first time you played that, you're like, oh shit. And it not only did it play like old Mario, but it sounded like an old Mario game. Like that's I don't know. That that was something. So I don't know. What'd you guys think of that and the gameplay of playing something like that in Odyssey? Yeah, it just goes to show like um the uh, that creativity and just like yeah, again, you know, like there's so many elements to the game. You know what I mean? Like there's so many different like from the the goals like there's so many different things you know and, and it goes in i guess it goes in with those the moons like getting those moons but like some of the levels and some of the sequences they're so creative they're so and in, in a lot of cases you're like yeah you're not gonna see this very often like in future mario games it's just one of those special things where it's like man they put so much detailed like time and work into odyssey that like you look at some of the stuff and I even I, I guess like seriously go like yeah they're not gonna do this they're never gonna do like something not not that they won't do it again but like I'm like man they just you know they really knocked it out of the park doing certain things where you're just like it's just impressive it's very impressive yeah the, we seen the game about the gameplay the gameplay of the 2D but also oh, yeah. like that and then making the music too yeah that was that was uh, that was really cool that, that reminded me because I think the isn't the last level have like a bunch of mixture of all the levels? Did you ever play the last level? Of uh, Odyssey? Yeah, it was like I don't a remember. Really dude. ridiculously long level. No, I don't remember. Oh, okay. But yeah, like just it's it's fun kind of like seeing the that throwback to that to the original Mario. Um, I I saw it. It was uh in Japan. It debuted at thirty three, number thirty three in the Billboard charts, and uh, number twenty five on iTunes out here. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's pretty fucking impressive. (laughs) Here we go, off the rails. Don't you know it's time to raise our sails? It's freedom like you never knew. Any bags or a pass, say the word, I'll be there in a flash. You could say my So, something different that we had in the Mario game, something I, I thought that was pretty unique, because over the years, we either got the same villain or the same groups of villains, like the Koopa Kids, we actually had new villains for this. Not only did we have Bowser, 
that was usually there, and we'll get to that story, but we also had the Brutals, which were a group of villainous anamorphic rabbits who double as wedding planners in Super Mario Odyssey. So real quick, the story of Super Mario Odyssey was Bowser, like traditionally, kidnaps Peach, but oh, there's a twist. He kidnaps Peach to marry Peach. He's in his white tuxedo and looking pretty sharp looking pretty sharp and steals peach and gives peach a white dress which was part of a uh, cappy's sister tiara was what made her dress but she was captured not only was it peach but it was also cappy's sister tiara that was also captured as well so tiara and peach are both captured bowser is forcing marriage upon peach and mario has to save the day but let's continue with the brutals they are the wedding planners but they were actually characters, and to me, I thought pretty neat, new characters and new villains in a Mario series. What did you guys think of the Brutals? Well, before we get to that, Bethel, you think uh, you think Peach should really be wearing a white dress for the wedding? <laughs> Why? Oh, you know what to say, right? Huh? They have white for the, for the virgins. She's probably oh, not. Oh, fucking moron. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, okay. I didn't mention this. <laughs> I didn't mention this in, in in Galaxy. There's theories. In Mario Galaxy, little by little, you can get pages of a book that Rosalina reads to the stars. And it seems like it's the story of Rosalina. And then people have slowly pieced together that they think that Rosalina is the daughter of Luigi and Peach. Because she mentions her father in green. And then when you see pictures of Rosalina's mom, it's very similar to Princess Peach. So the theory is, is that Rosalina is their daughter. I don't know why she's the same age as Peach. I don't know what the hell is going on. I don't know how people can explain that. But people are saying, because Rosalina talks about her dad being green, and the image, which is blurry, of her father looks like Luigi, but you're not sure, that's a theory. It makes sense because, I mean, let's face it, Peach has basically friend-zoned Mario a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. That's really all he's going to He's there to save lots. her. Like, he's basically become, you know, Captain save -a Like, he's there for the saving. <laughs> and that's basically... Is that White Knight? That's it. <laughs> but so I, could see that, I could see where, like, Luigi, you know, in, in behind. Not even wanting to, but Peach just being like... Forces him? You know what? How can, I, naturally fuck charming. How can I fuck over Mario even more? I'll sleep with his brother. Yeah, exactly. Like they don't even give any uh, Luigi any love. Like and then she'd come oh, back and girl. confess it to Mario because that's her best friend, and be like, "Oh my God, can you believe I did this?" And Mario would be there, understanding, like, "Oh, oh," like almost in tears, wanting to cry. I, I, uh, I can't believe it. Oh. <laughs> you think? You yeah. think uh, after? You think if Luigi after after he banged? Uh, <laughs> Peach is like, have fun being a single mom, bitch. <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably not. Oh, no? I don't see Luigi oh, okay. being, being, that, uh, uh, being that way. But I mean, like, I could totally see, like, Mario confronting Luigi. Like, what is the deal? I and Luigi ba basically being like, dude, I didn't even do anything. Like, I just. She jumped on me. Pretty much. I, I, I could... even told her, like, you're my brother and everything. And then she was like, no. And. It's pretty much how I saw that going. I could see Luigi honestly be more oblivious than anything. She could be straightforward and be like, 
she's your daughter and just like oh nice you have a daughter and it's just like she's <laughs> yours he's just like oh look at my ghost dog like i think he'd be uh-huh. super oblivious <laughs> but, in his, but in his but in his brain he'd be like that fucking kid ain't mine <laughs> <laughs> so going on to the the <laughs> the new enemies about well hold on, hold on. okay and let's be real here bowser's like the 2 a.m like the booty call that that caught feelings and he's trying to marry her you know He's not really the villain. People just don't know. People just don't realize that she's just like toying with him. And but she's got everyone like Mario, Luigi, all of them believing like, oh, my God, Bowser, he's so obsessed with me. And it's not even him. It's just he's just chilling there. Oh, dude, I I also forgot too to talk about in uh, Super Mario Sunshine where baby Bowser thinks that Peach is his mom and calls him mommy. You took my mommy. See what I mean? I mean, the evidence is there. You took my mommy. Like, huh? She has a ton of kids. She, uh, baby Bowser might, but I, at the same time, it looks like I think Bowser lied and just said that. Did he though? The evidence Diddy. is stacked against her, to be honest. I don't want the social justice warriors coming after me. <laughs> but I feel like Bowser's getting a bad rap in this whole scenario. He's just trying to make her an honest woman. And he's just trying to be like, no, let's get married because we got a kid together. And- it's a tragedy because the truth is she'll never be an honest woman. She will always. <laughs> Bowser. Bow- you know what? Bowser's like Ace Rothstein in fucking Casino. And then uh, uh, <laughs> is like, uh, uh, what's her name? What's her name? Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone. Yeah. Sharon Stone's character. That's exactly what it is. Wait, dude. does that mean freaking Peach is going to overdose soon and just die in a hotel lobby? If we're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Let's get to the brutals, okay? <laughs> Let's get to those rabbits. What do you guys think of them oh, being... Oh, it's going to be brutal when that <laughs> happens, but I mean... <laughs> what, what, what do you guys think of these new enemies and how they were? I wasn't a big fan of them initially, mm-hmm. but as as the game wore on, uh, they kind of grew on they, they grew on me. Although, I, you know, I mean, you had... They were... I appreciated that they weren't... It's not like all the other enemy... All the other enemy types were replaced by them. I think if if the game had done something like that, I probably wouldn't be as uh, as kind. Mm-hmm. But it was an it was another group of you know just adding uh, another you know group of, of, of villains or you know enemy characters to the game, uh, along with everything else. So in that sense, uh, they were okay. I didn't mind them. I actually liked them a lot. Like I every time I saw that there that there was going to be another battle with them, I, I looked forward to it. Like I remember you. I think both of you guys were kind of like. Yeah. Not really digging it, and then uh, yeah, when I when I played it, when I started get, getting back into it, I I I enjoyed those battles a lot because they were like they're all similar, but there's always some little differences. Like so, you could yeah. each each uh each um villain had like their own like little attacks, uh-huh. but every time you fought them, it was like a either uh slightly different attack, whether it's speed or or just like kind of changed it up slightly it wasn't too too much different but for the most part i i enjoyed them a lot i, I mean i like their gameplay but i do remember that bet though i remember i wasn't big on their design and you were the you were the one who was just like no nah, that's good i like their design yeah. and then i kind of yeah. like it grew on me i was just like yeah i was i was more like kind of taken aback but as time went on it's like no i like them because they're different i think that was the thing it was like yeah. you're so used to seeing a certain thing that like a change is like oh, i don't like it because it looks different but yeah. as as it went on like it still played as well their boss fights against them was really good you know i enjoyed or it. or 
it was a thing where it was like, why aren't you using the Koopa Kids? Probably one of the things that I felt like. <laughs> I, in the I think that's what you guys are thinking. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't doubt it. But also, I mean, yeah, I understand where you, where you, where you guys are coming from. They, they do look out of place compared to all the other characters in the game, though. Mm-hmm. But maybe that's that was a thing that you guys didn't really care for because there was there was the their design was a uh, was a lot different than uh, any any other character in the game. talked a bit about the beginning of the story but do you guys remember how the story ends in super mario odyssey i do not so in super mario odyssey at the end mario as usual is rescuing peach so he gets to the moon where the wedding is happening in the church and he finally confronts bowser and peach stops the wedding and mario's in a suit he's in a tight ass suit not as cool as bowser's but he's in a dope ass white suit and then right there when he beats Bowser for the hundredth time, he looks at Peach and goes like, takes her hand and is just kind of like, without saying it, like, let's get married. And what does Peach do? He's like, I'm sorry, I have kids with somebody else. <laughs> Peach goes, uh-uh, I'm an independent woman and me and Tiara are off to see the world. And then there, when, when Bowser comes back after being defeated, Mario's all bummed out. And even Bowser's just kind of like, oh, I'm sorry, man. They're both sad with each other. So that was something that changed up the gameplay after you beat the game because you're going to go back into the game to get the remaining moons that you missed. Um, But to get other moons too, you actually meet Peach and Tiara are traveling around the world that you're going to too. So you find them in levels in nice little outfits. And then you meet them and you get yourself a moon. So it's kind of cool. Kind of like, uh, hey, I'm going to go explore the world. I'm independent. So catch me over here. But yeah, uh, that was the story of Super Mario Odyssey. How do you guys think as a whole, now coming to the end, I don't know if there was anything we didn't talk about that I missed talking about that you wanted to express more on Super Mario Odyssey. Um, but what did you guys think of Super Mario Odyssey as a whole? For me, I'm just, you know, I'll close out by saying uh, it's a great game. Uh, it's a really, really good game. I feel like it's the, I would probably go so far as to say it's probably the best. It's probably, in my opinion, the best game right now. That if, if there's a Switch game to me that is like must have for me right now. And there's some stuff I haven't played, but I would say it's, uh, it is that one. So, yeah. uh, you know, it's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a fantastic game. Like you were saying, Jesse, uh, that 3D Land is your second favorite. Honestly, this is like I'd say this is my second favorite Mario Brothers game mm-hmm. or Mario game because I just how I got I got I never get that obsessed with a Mario game, and this one this one really uh, it uh it caught me. I, I I love playing it so much. Like like even the there's a one level at the very end is the final level that's it it. I don't know how long it takes to beat, but it takes me like, if you were to time it from beginning to end, it probably takes like 30 minutes to beat. And, but that thing is because it's so difficult. 
it took me days to fucking beat. And, like, I, I never stopped playing it because I'd get frustrated because I would mess up a lot. Mm-hmm. But it was it was the most fun level in that game, like, because how ridiculous it is. Like, it's it's so long and so difficult that I, I, I just kept playing it. I never got tired of it. Yeah. It Odyssey is, I think, like I said, man, I think it just was a game that came out of what the these creators, these people who have been working on Mario for such a long time. If anything that Nintendo does, even though they change up things, like they did in Sunshine Galaxy, whether you liked it or not in, in Sunshine, they learn from their past if you want to call them mistakes, or they just learn from their past if things they couldn't do, they bring it into later iterations of what they're making i think odyssey benefits from nintendo's past in mario in general i think that's what made this game fun and what i feel still makes this game when you look at it and us going through it makes me appreciate odyssey more than i did when it released like what it did i am really excited to see what mario's future will be and how either it adds on or changes from here on out because i know that nintendo as a company always improves upon or learns from what they've done whether good or bad that's what i like about odyssey and that's what i think is great about it yeah i would agree yeah Thanks everyone for joining us on this special celebration of Mario's 35th anniversary. We are at the point of no return, Odyssey, Super Mario Odyssey, and you know what's next, ladies and gentlemen, you know what's next. And what we have for you in store for the final celebration of Super Mario's 35th anniversary is honestly gonna be better than what nintendo is doing right now hands down i think nintendo is gonna be pretty upset with what we do to celebrate mario's 35th over what they're doing giving little trinkets giving little pins for doing activities which they never sent me and i think they canceled it and i never was never even able to fucking finish it because they sold out supposedly I think they canceled my order because I can't look. I look at my history and there's nothing. So I got to redo it or whatever. They didn't charge me. Originally, they charged me and I can't find that charge anymore. Anyway, our Mario 35th anniversary is going to end with a bang. Stay tuned. It might happen soon. It might happen later. But we have something special in store for everyone. Thank you for joining us on this celebration. I am Jesse with Beto. And and I hope you enjoyed the show.